You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. And it is hard to believe that summer is winding down. It seems like just the other day, hey, welcome to summer. Woohoo! I mean, good gracious. You were diving into the pool. It, it's amazing how fast time goes, and, and it's just crazy yeah. to think. You, you've been rubbing it in all summer that you have a pool. I'm going to be rubbing it in all winter that you have a pool to clean. Okay, fair enough. But this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where we're having straightforward, honest conversations about marriage and life and some of the deeper dark things that go on and some of the technique and tip kind of things that could go on and just some of the helpful ideas and the fails and so if you kind of get the idea of the theme we're we're talking about here it's it's almost uh with this show anything goes to a degree of anything goes we'll talk about it at least we we won't be advocates for anything goes but because we do swim against the stream word expressions come to mind all things sexual and no candy coating. There you go. That'll work. So what we want to hear from you, is if you're new to Sexy Marriage Radio in our commu- our little community here, thank you for taking some time out with us and spending it with us and inviting us into your life and into your marriage. And the way you can kind of give us a shout out, give us any kind of ideas, questions, thoughts, concerns, criticisms, whatever it could be, you can send those to, in via email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes if you like it, because that's kind of the primary way we push this show. Although, I don't even think I even told you this, Shannon. I am in the process of getting Sexy Marriage Radio on iHeartRadio. So, if we can spread the word, it will help us just continue to be better advocates in pro-marriage and pro-sex. Because it's a message that's so sorely needed in our society. So, we want you to, to help us. That's what we want. And so you can do that by leaving comments, by giving reviews. You can join the Bed Buddy program and club if you want and help us by financially supporting us. But there's lots of different things that we could that you can do. And some of it can just be as simple as, you know what, tell a friend of what, what we do. Right. And, and if you would like some of our postcards to just pass out to your Sunday school class or your softball team or whatever we will help you spread the word just uh shoot us an email maybe make a small donation to cover some postage and printing costs whatever you want to do we would love to give you all that you need to help spread the word exactly so when you're thinking about sex and all the different things that we've done the last couple of episodes and, and let me also add the caveat because there, we do have new listeners joining us every every week it seems whether we get a new email that says hey I just found you, and I'm a binge listener, which love, love, love our binge listeners. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's one of those that, and actually, what I want to do sometime. No, I'm not even going to put this on the air, just because this is going to be something just for binge listeners. But we'll have to just spring it on them later. So how's that for a tease that has no clue where it's coming from? Because that's a squirrel comment on my head. Um, <laughs> but, but what we've what Way we've to been dangle the meat in front of the hungry lions, well, Corey. <laughs> but they got no clue what that meat is. Um, but this is one of those things that with the last couple of shows we've done. You know, we we've talked about some of the darker sides, or at least it, that's my hope. It's just a, I want to talk about some of the deeper things that go on in the marriage relationship because 
There's other things at work. Just because you're having problems and there's struggles, it doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong. But in today's episode... It means life is happening. Right. In today's episode, we're going to talk about an, an issue to where it could seem like there is something wrong and maybe at face value there is because this is a whole idea of what do you do when sex hurts? And so you got lots of different ways you could describe hurt, right? So some of right. it some of it could be a medical thing that, yeah, there is something wrong if it hurts. Right. And you need to work with your primary care physician on, oh, hold on, I need to make sure everything's like it should. Because it could be, you know, you could have vaginal discomfort or vaginismus or... You could even have penal discomfort and chafing mm-hmm. of the skin. Exactly. And so there's, there's, it's, it can be both sides because it's not always just right. if it's painful sex, it's the woman's thing. Sometimes a man can have, oh, this, you know, again, an erection is painful. Exactly. And that was actually what prompted the idea for this show is uh, an older woman had emailed in saying that, um, that as her husband had gotten older, the skin had gotten thinner on his penis Mm -hmm. and that chafing seems to be more of an issue now than ever before. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, it often led to painful intercourse. And so she wanted to know, uh, you know, is there any any tips, tricks that they could try? I I, I think that definitely lubricant is always a good idea, whether you need it or not, when you're getting into your older years, that would just prevent some of that chafing that would, I think that the thing with chafing is that, it happens before you realize that it's happened. Right. You don't know it until it until it starts hurting. Right. Um, so to use lube earlier rather than later might be a good idea. But also, you know, condoms are not just for pregnancy prevention. Right. Uh, there's there are so many different reasons why a man might choose to use a condom, and I think that this would definitely be one of them because if you think about it, it's going to reduce the amount of friction. Mm-hmm. on his skin if he's using a condom. And, and that's the reason that some people hate using them. But um, <laughs> Lose some I, of the sensation. That, yeah, yeah. But I would say that under these circumstances, it would be better to use a condom and to to not create the friction or right. to not have as much pain than to, yeah. So anyway, I really appreciated her honesty um, in emailing in. And then I got to thinking, Corey, there are so many different seasons where pain is part and parcel with the sexual experience. Um, and so I, I made kind of a little running list here. I know that sometimes it's newlyweds. If a girl has not been sexually active before, the whole idea of getting broken in can be really a scary proposition. I, I know that that's something that I've gotten many emails through over the past 20 years is uh, you know, girls just saying, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what that's going to feel like. And so um, one of the assignments that I often give to girls is that you don't want your husband's penis being the first thing that's ever gone inside of you on your honeymoon night, that you need to kind of prepare that tissue for some stretching. And so whether that's using your own fingers to, um, to, to just kind of stretch that area out, or um, I know that a lot of sex therapists will prescribe a dilator, especially for those who have vaginismus, mm-hmm. which you mentioned earlier. The condition where basically it's a, I think it's a psychological response that causes the muscles to tighten up yeah. really, really tight. It is. It's kind of like if, if you're about to be poked in the eyeball, 
your eyelid is naturally going to close really tight to protect yourself. And so there's this, this mental, of, oh, no, I can't let somebody inside of me type of a thing or can't let that pain mm-hmm. be introduced. And so a dilator is basically just like a dildo with a dial that you can make bigger and bigger to the point where you feel as if, okay, I can at least relax these muscles at the point when there's this much girth mm-hmm. inside my body and, and you just, you know, take a guess as to how much you're going to need. But, but girls, you know, remember, and I say girls because I don't mean that condescendingly. We do have a lot of single people who listen to our show mm-hmm. in preparation for marriage someday. And I love that they are getting this kind of information prior to marriage rather than walking in so blindly and not having a clue what to expect. But, um, uh, well, I lost my train of thought. Uh, Squirrel. <laughs> imagine that. Squirrel. Yeah. Exactly. No. What was I just saying? Well, you were just, you were going about, down the path of how it it's, it seems like this isn't just a girl's thing, but it's it's one of those that if you're talking about newlywed and you're talking about virgins, yeah. that there is going to be an element of fear, unknown, uncertainty. Oh. And the society yes. has placed on it, oh, it's going to hurt and all of this kind of stuff. And so it's just how do you confront that? Because a lot of it is going to right. be anxiety and psychologically based. Right. Well, what women have to remember is that the vaginal canal was designed not just to receive a penis easily, mm-hmm. but also to expand for a 10-pound baby to yep. come out the other direction. Yep. So these are muscles that are designed to expand and contract and expand and contract numerous times over the course of a woman's life, you know, in accordance to what her body yeah. is doing. So I'm going to come up for air for a second. You got anything to add to this particular part of the conversation? <laughs> well, I, what, what comes to my mind isn't necessarily the physical pain when what you're talking about with the uncertainty. It's the unknown pain. It's the uncertainty kind of a pain. It's the emotional pain because if you think about it, we all have faced this in various aspects throughout our life of, you know, think of when the first time you heard about the whole concept of French kissing, French kissing. You, Ew, yeah, you do what? No way. That, that's ridiculous. Why would you do that? <laughs> and so at some point you had to muster the courage and overcome the fear and the anxiety of, you know what, I'm going to try this. And so it's still right. there could have been some of that pain. I mean, I still vividly remember first kiss. And the whole wrapping my head around, I don't have a clue what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, and I don't have a clue how to even start this thing or what I'm supposed to do. And, and so it was like, there's, there's pain involved in the sense of you're having to kind of go through that whole turmoil emotionally and with anxiety of how do I confront something new? And so if you look at it through the seasons, then, yeah, we're going to have all kinds of areas of how do I bring this up now? How do I do this? I know she wants me to do this, or I know he wants this, and I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. And so this isn't just physical pain. This is this is also right. emotional or mental kind of anguish and pain that we still have that, to that confront. It requires the sexual courage that we talked about yep. last week. We still have to figure out how do we muster the courage to confront it and lean into right. it and see, because you know, we've been advocates of – don't let people have sex just this just comfortable all the way through because that's how you create monotonous, boring sex. So it's <laughs> it's the idea of you have to introduce novelty, and in there you cannot get into novelty without 
unilaterally somebody saying, I want to do this, and then it's going to cause discomfort to people, you know, to, to the other person. So it's just right. you have to be able to realize, okay, you know what? I'm not comfortable with that, but give me a little bit of time, and maybe I will be, or let's try it, and then I'll know for sure if I am or not. And and so it's just it's, it's not just physical pain, because I think if we hear the whole idea of when sex is painful, you just immediately think of, the actual searing, piercing kind of pain that's a muscular right. kind of a thing or a tissue kind of a thing that's just completely physical. And there's so much more than that. Right. And like we said with vaginismus, sometimes the physical pain is a direct response of the psychological pain, the anxiety that you're feeling. Well, you can also um, have the same on the completely different extreme. Sorry, I'm going to add this point while while we're at it. Of the, the ego pain... When a man has erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation issues or because it's an ego hit, it's a it's a struggle of I couldn't perform, I couldn't, you know, whatever. And so it's just recognizing yeah. that's painful, too. And so how right. do I manhood? How do I confront that better? And I love it because I just got a phone call from a possible new client. That second marriage is for both of them, and he's calling because oral sex is something that they're just now doing. And the second never did it in their first marriage, in my first marriages, but in their second they they are, and it's largely because he has erectile dysfunction now, because he's seventy nine, and she's <laughs> and she's eighty one, and so they are calling about we need to figure out because there's still some discomfort for her with oral sex because of chafing and just rawness. And, and it's like, that's oh. fantastic. First off, well, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> you what know, a great problem to have. Because he's even seeking out, how can I confront my ED issue too? Because I don't want to just have oral sex with my wife. I want to have intercourse with her too. And so it's just like fantastic. But it's just recognizing he's, he's wrestling with pain. And I could even hear in his voice when he first called. There was some pain you could tell he had been wrestled with on making the call <laughs> of, mm, okay, yeah. I need to reach out for help on this. <sighs> okay, yeah, I'm finally going to dial it. I'm going to admit I need help. How, how great, though, at 79 and 81, they are still journeying into mm -hmm. that territory and seeking help. And, and, like, there's no reason why we have to stop at a certain age. Right. There's absolutely no reason. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of fast forward to what I wanted to wrap up this show with, and we'll wrap up with it again in a few minutes. But I think the most important thing to remember, whether it's physical pain, whether it's emotional pain, regardless of the cause of it, we can't lose our adventuresome side. We can't lose the vision that this is not solely for the purpose of physical pleasure. This you know, sex creates a bond. It, mm -hmm. it creates it's like a vacation for your brain. It, it has all kinds of health benefits. And so to continue being as adventurous and as playful and as passionate as possible and learning to work around those things that are causing physical pain is necessary. Um, like I know after a woman has a baby, the idea of putting a penis back inside that after a 10 pound baby has come out. Oh, there was so much anxiety surrounding that with both my kids. And it took at least, I want to say, six to eight weeks before I was ready to even try that. And I distinctly remember at first attempt 
like that was the most searing pain mm-hmm. I had ever experienced. It was even worse than than the childbirth pains in my mind at the moment. It just mm-hmm. there was just something about that reintroduction into those tissues that had been traumatized mm-hmm. just weeks prior. And because of the breastfeeding experience, the muscles had contracted so tight that it was tighter than before when I was a virgin. And so I don't remember it being all that horribly painful when I was a virgin, but boy, do I remember how painful it was after childbirth. So the whole thing of, okay, obviously I need another week or two, but I wanted to start that oxytocin flowing again. I I wanted to feel that bond with my husband. I wanted to be adventuresome and playful, and I wanted to capture that part of it. So it's like, okay, we're not going to put your penis back inside my vagina just yet, but what else can we do? Mm -hmm. I think that showing that type of of attitude really communicates a lot to your spouse. And this is not in no way, shape or form about you. This is not about our relationship. This is about the fact that my body needs a little bit more time to heal either from the childbirth or from the chasing or from, you know, whatever. Um, but Corey, I heard a guy and this is a, this is a friend of mine. And so I totally trust him. And he said that he researched this pretty, uh, pretty intensely because he wanted to know if this had ever happened to any man in, in human in, in humanity at all. He said that one time he was making love to his wife and he felt something pop in his penis. Mm-hmm. And that he researched it and you can actually break your penis. Mm-hmm. Now, that gives a whole new, de- a whole new meaning to the term boner. Um, but what is it that breaks inside a man's penis if he thrusts too hard at the wrong angle um do you I, know i i don't know I, that's not something that i've got as far as something i've studied when it comes to the physical aspect of it i i have had had clients mention that before of a pop where there wasn't necessarily pain involved it was just a oh wait okay you know and some of it could just be I wasn't expecting that so some of it could just be you're talking about you know you got blood vessels that are engulfed engorged and so They've shifted and because there's a lot of tissue that's not always just flexible, you know, and, and that seems kind of odd to state with an erection because it's that's the whole point. But it right. is still tissue. So, yeah, there's there's elements of that that I've heard of it before. I don't know what the actual terminology been- would be. I kind of envision one of those glow sticks that we talked about at Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway, but I'm not talk- I'm not going to tell anybody about what we did with them and why or how, because you got to come to the getaway to right. find out. But uh, that concept of you break it, but it's still very much intact, right? And it's still functional, right? But you hear that pop type of thing, right? Um, but so some anyway, of that is the psychological that- stuff, just because if you think about it, there can be elements of. If you're trying something and there's pain involved, it, you're, each person then has their own crucible of, do I just bear through it or do I speak up? Because sometimes there's the element of like what you're talking about after pregnancy or even first time sex, that there could be some pain or discomfort that by sticking with it will help resolve it. But how do you find the courage to, to try that, to go, hold on. Let's see. Or, no, I need to stop. And so a lot of that comes down to the pain that I have to face within myself of, do I bring this out to the open of my partner and see what they do with it, or do I not? Right. I remember one of the most painful 
um, stories that I've ever heard was from a woman after I spoke at Pine Cove. I'll give Pine Cove and Tyler, Texas a little shout out. They had me come in and do a women's conference. And there was this beautiful woman, probably late 40s, who approached me and said that um, she had married an older man 20 years earlier. She had no regrets about that. But this guy in his older age had developed diabetes and had uh, progressed to the point that he had gained a lot of weight. He was wheelchair bound and their house was not yet set up to accommodate getting on and off the toilet comfortably. And so she had a lot of mess to contend with mm -hmm. on a daily basis, mm -hmm. just getting him back and forth to the toilet, having to bathe him, having to do all kinds of, you know, and being in that caretaker role. And she had said to me, the idea of having sex with him just repulsed her, mm -hmm. but she still loves him very much. So this is a very painful reality for her, to her for her to have to face. So I asked her, I said, okay, so yeah, after you've had to clean up the mess on the wall because you didn't quite make it to the toilet in time, after you've had to get him, get him in and out of the bathtub, I said, I can understand how hopping on top of him for a cowgirl ride could just seem so weird or the idea of having oral sex with him would just feel a little foreign. I said, but let me ask you this. Would you be willing to just, after you go through that whole cleaning ritual with him, to just rub him down with lotion and maybe focus a few extra minutes on his penis? Just give him a hand job. And she was just like, I hadn't thought about that, but I feel like that's probably something I could do. And she emailed me a few weeks later and she said, I had no idea what just a hand job would do for my husband and for our marriage and for the bond that we're feeling. She was just like, that made him so happy. She said that he even cried and said, I wasn't sure if I would ever be able to have an erection or ejaculate with you again, because I know this is not sexy. This is not attractive, mm -hmm. but you know, to work around that, to just still hold on to your adventuresome, your playful side, your passionate side that says, I love you. And no matter what physical or emotional pain we're having to deal with, I still want to bond with you. I still want to connect with you. I still want to create something beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we get privy to a lot of stuff via our offices or our show. Uh, there's a lot mm -hmm. of pain in this subject. They can right. be, and it's not just physical. Like I hope people recognize that because this is like the fourth or fifth time we've said, we've talked about it that in, in just in today's episode of, there's a lot of pain involved with this. So how do you deal with it? And one of the things that first comes to my mind is, is if I have pain in the intimate areas of my life and I don't bring it up to my partner, what in the world am I doing? Mm, you're internalizing it. Yeah. I mean, and it pins up, pins up pain and anger becomes depression. Right. But it's, but it's the struggle of how do I bring up something when there's going to be direct ramifications to them? You know, because that's that's a, to, that's a harsh thing. You have to be willing to let them deal with it, though. Exactly. I mean, you, you married a grown up. You didn't marry a five year old. Yep. They should be able to handle. It may be hard. Yep. And it may pose some challenges, but I think that that's where the growth takes place. Yep. But you deal with your issues and be your authentic self, and trust that they will deal with whatever issues it brings up with them, and that they will hopefully become their authentic selves. Because I think there's nothing sexier than two authentic people in a really authentic relationship. Mm -hmm with one another. Well, that's and how you find the ways that's how you find the ways to overcome the different issues like you just described of that right. both people recognize okay, hold on. 
I know my role in this. I know how I contribute in this. So let me confront that better. Yeah, yeah. I do want to say too, Corey, if I can just give a quick shout or not shout out, a quick plug uh, for Women as Well Workshop. If, if the idea of sex brings about emotional pain for whatever reason, it is time to unpack that. You don't have to stay mm-hmm. in that painful place. And I know like when you said first kiss a second ago, that triggered something in me. And I immediately remembered that my first kiss was when I was in the fourth grade and I was staying the night with cousins and their neighbor forced me down on a bed and kissed me. And I remember not just really not having any understanding of what is happening right now. What is he doing and how far is this going to go? And all he did was kiss me, but it's still, I remember standing up and, and looking at my nightgown and, and you know, like he was, he had been hunting and said so he was stinky and sweaty. And, and I remember just smelling my nightgown to see if he got his stink on me. And it was, it was a traumatic thing mm-hmm. for a 10 year old girl to have that experience with, I think he was maybe 15 or 16. It, it, and so for a long time, even just a kiss mm-hmm. could trigger me in a negative way, especially if, if Greg was smelly. <laughs> it's amazing the things that we put together mm-hmm. in our minds and the dots that we connect and all that. But a Women at the Well workshop is a four-day opportunity for women to unpack those traumatic experiences and the pain that came along with it and it still lingers and to process that pain. You know, pain doesn't have to stay pain forever. We're designed by God to heal mm-hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We're designed to evolve and to heal and to grow and to blossom. And so uh, com. click on the workshop link. Our August workshop is already full, but we have, still have openings in the October 2nd through the 5th workshop, and that one's going to be in Lansing, Michigan, for all those who live further north and south, and November 6th through the 9th in Tyler, Texas. Okay. So uh, let, let's kind of wrap this up, just because it's worth figuring out how do we deal with pain. And I, I think if we were to sum it up, it's – First, you've got to speak up and, and acknowledge, okay, what is this pain? Is it something I need to seek medical attention on just because there could be something going on medically or there could be a product that would help as in a lube or a dilator or some of these different things that are, that are meant to help overcome some of these hurdles. The other is just the psychological kind of pain. They can come along with this whole thing of I need to speak up to at least let my partner know what's going on and the struggle I've got. And I just want to challenge you that when you when you speak up to let your partner know this isn't so that they help fix it. This is so that they help hold you accountable to work on it, because if I'm going to speak up about it, coming part and parcel with that is my intent to do something better with it. Right. Well, it's kind of like working out. If, if you know that you have pull the hamstring, you're going to work out your arms that day instead of your legs. Right. So just work on what you can. Work right. around the things that are and causing yeah, pain yeah. until those things heal. Yep. And it also reminds me of um, Christopher Reeve, and and I think his wife's name was Dana, you know, the guy who played Superman yeah. in one of the older Superman yeah. movies, uh, that when he had that horseback riding accident and became paralyzed, a reporter asked her, are you guys still sexual? And her response was, we're as sexual as we can be. Yeah. Just continue to be as sexual as you can be. Yeah. yeah, so it's just it's recognizing that there can be all kinds of hurdles and pain and things that comes along with this, but that doesn't have to completely wipe it out. Right. So ha- confront it better. Do what you can to seek help with it, but also 
do what you can with the rest of it, with the other sides of it. Learn how to be intimate and have sex without having intercourse. Yeah. You can yeah. have intimacy without intercourse. It is possible. You, you can make love. Yeah, you can totally make love however you choose to. <laughs> All right, so if there's something that we left out with this, because um, this is a this is an issue that I know is far-reaching. So we would love to hear from you. Feedback at SexyMarriageRadio.com. You can give us your thoughts. Give us any questions that this might have spurred for you, and that could be a future show. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hey, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. And we hope, it's, yeah, hope we you love join you for us listening. next time. If you've benefited from this podcast, consider becoming a member of the Bed Buddy Club. Your financial support will help take Sexy Marriage Radio to the next level and enable Corey and Shannon to strengthen many other couples. Learn more at SexyMarriageRadio.com by clicking on the purple button.